Welcome back to our fantasy football <laughs> podcast. Thank you, Brandon, for that intro. It's very nice. I apologize. Um, I'm putting up a thing. You'll see it. It'll pop up. <laughs> It'll pop up. For those of you that are watching us on YouTube, you'll understand what's going on. For those of you that are listening to us on iTunes, you're like, why is this intro going this way? Well, you know. We're new. We're new to YouTube, so excuse us. <laughs> Make sure to find us on HerFantasyFootball.com and on iTunes, ranking us five stars. Be wonderful and lovely comments as well. You can also chat us up on Twitter at HerFantasyFB and on Facebook at Facebook backslash HerFantasyFootball. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. And that's Brandon. Brandon you can see that's me, Brandon right? Lee. That's Brandon. <laughs> She's very excited about her Google effects. She well, can't stop herself. It's, it's amazing. Hopefully you all heard our previous shows on running backs and quarterbacks. This week we're talking... Uh-oh. Am I frozen? Yeah. We already introduced you because oh, you didn't I say did. anything. I did. I said I was Brandon Lee. We forgot about you. <laughs> It's going to be a show. It's going to be a show. This is, this is a perfect spot to tell you that we recorded this wide receiver live. <laughs> live. And we're live. Oh. <laughs> we recorded this show on July 2nd. So any injuries between July 2nd and now when we're posting it, we're unaware of, so we're moving on, okay? So we're going to be speaking of this as if it's July 2nd, so bear with us. Brandon, any social media questions? <laughs> I can hear you guys fine. I'm a... Yeah. Now oh, we no. can, yeah, can you hear us? Hello? <laughs> Hello, McFly? No, I hear you. I hear you fine. You can't hear me? Let me your pillow? <laughs> Got social media questions? <laughs> okay. I hate being live. <laughs> you can't this get live at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can. We're good, we're in a good spot now. Do you want to tell us your social media questions for wide receivers? Um, okay. So one uh, of our social media questions is from Jay Miller <laughs> at JB. I-R-J, why not? And he asks, given a chance, what position would each of you ladies want to play? I already answered this once. I didn't realize it was social media, but safety. Obviously. I want to lay people out. And it's still the glory position where you can still have an opportunity to score or get an interception, running back. More importantly, you get to lay people out in the middle of the field. That's what I'd play. I like that. That's that's good. I think I would be a kicker. Safe I was going to say you'd be a kicker. Yeah. That's really funny. It is my personality. Corey doesn't like impact. I don't want all the lights on me, but people are going to stare at me anyways because I'm going to win you the damn game. So, I mean, really, it's it's a win-win situation being a kicker. 
I'd be um, a pass rusher. So defensive end or in linebacker, depending on the uh, formation. Look at that. Yeah, right. yeah. I just want to be a pass rusher. I'm a defensive girl because I can't catch anything. That's true. Your hand-eye coordination But I can great. be a little mean. <laughs> it's not good. Somebody's going to, like, analyze <laughs> all of our choices and tell us exactly what that means about our personalities. I guarantee it. Yes. Mm. It means I'm a little big and a little nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it means? <laughs> yeah. I think so. That's what I think. <laughs> if I had a kid, I'd tell them to be a linebacker. I'd be like, oh, that's, that's you. Sorry. Oh, Genetics. Funny. Genetics. So <laughs> <laughs> it is. That's good. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, m- more? more? Is that what please. you're saying? Yeah. More? <laughs> okay. Hold on. Give it to okay. me, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we didn't sing in the other shows. I That's know, sad. So sad. sad. So sad. It's because we didn't do More Money, More Problems. That's true. The hit known as More Money, More Problems. <laughs> the hit. Or not so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. Okay. Um, at Andrew892 says, uh, My wife watched Eric Decker's reality show and loves Demarius Thomas more than Eric. Do you share the same love as her? Why, yes. 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 I think I... I protest reality TV. <laughs> Have you seen that show? And I want what... I won't watch anything that's not reality TV. So... We balance each other out. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I've seen the show, and I've, I've turned it off many times, too. Uh, <laughs> I got sucked in for, like, three shows in a row. I did, I did too. They had Marathon on, and I did. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So it was Saturday. But not because though, it was good. Yeah. But you don't get sucked in because it's good. You get sucked in kind of like the looky lose on a highway where you're like, is this happening? Right. It's kind of sad. You know, you're just like, oh, you're so pretty. Stop talking. Mm. You know? That's how yeah. I felt about it. Yeah. More than anything. But yeah, Demaryius Thomas, I like him better as a player. Um, or are we talking on a personal level? I mean, either way, I, I like DT. Yes. I I enjoy Decker because he played for my Broncos. Um, he also played for my Golden Gophers. Yep. Hey. In Minnesota, hats off to thee. And then um, he's now playing in my home state. Well, across the river in New Jersey. But, you know, the Jets. So he's kind of following me around. I'm he into is. It. He's a stalker. He's, <laughs> He's totally stalking, stalking you. <laughs> Let's start that rumor. Right? Uh, <laughs> Straining yeah. order time. Um, yeah, so Jamie Becker on Facebook asked, uh, you'll probably do this anyway, but old faces, new places, and the effect on their numbers, specifically for PPR-type leagues. Um, her examples were um, Ben Tate, my boy MJD, and James Jones. And so I'm thinking we're also talking Deshaun Jackson, Eric Decker. I'm a little more, I'm going to take a minor lead on this. I'm a little more concerned about changing places for wide receiver than running back because wide receivers have routes. It's, it's a little more of a difficult game plan maneuvering situation. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and you got to work with the the quarterback. Um, it's not like you hand them the rock and they, you know, find light and run, right? I mean, that's kind of it's a little more instinct driven when you're running back with wide receiver. It's like, you know, you got to be able to hit your, your routes. Um, so I, I think that, that, that people can do it, but you know, I'm, I'm a little tempered for my excitement for Deshaun Jackson. I know a lot of people are really, really excited, uh, but I don't know. And, and when it comes to PPR, especially, I think the wide receivers hurt even more because they're not going to be the person they lean on. Because they're new, you know. It's not like you know Brandon Marshall and Jay Cutler. They they know each other so well that he just dumps the ball to him. That's not going to happen in one year with a wide receiver. So, yeah. I think with the PPR league, I would actually take them down a notch. What about you, ladies? You know, I don't think it's Deshaun you have to worry about. I think it's his quarterback you have to worry about. And yeah. you know, there's mm-hmm. already a you know a one wide receiver there. Um, RG3 is no Peyton Manning. You know, he can't have, he can't make four people rock stars in fantasy football. Um, And so it's it's not him that worries me, it's who's around him that worries me. Although they have all, you know, the ingredients to make a fantastic meal, so we'll see. Um, Eric Decker, I think, is a perfect example of take Peyton Manning out of the equation and you are nothing like you were. Um, I I just yeah. don't see him. He's not, you know, as smart. Although he is a very hard worker and he's very dedicated. And you know, the Jets are hard workers and they're dedicated, but they're mm-hmm. on and off kind of team. And that I feel like is how Decker is going to be. He drops a lot of balls, and I think that that's going to come out this year with the Jets. So, yeah, I don't think Decker will be as good. I think he'll be, um. I would say somewhere between a W wide receiver two and a wide receiver three. I'm again. I know I love Tampa right now. Um, I'm kind of excited for like the Vincent Jacksons of the world, you know, because I think it's different when you got a one quarterback coming in and learning a play than when you've got a bunch of different moving parts trying to figure an offense out. And I think that McCowan has kind of proved that he can come in and, and make, get things done and make things happen. And they've got Lovey Smith, who's a great coach that really tries to build that chemistry. And so I think that's kind of exciting and it's a total Homer pick, but I think Emmanuel Sanders could be a really exciting place because you, like you did say, Corny, you do have a Peyton Manning who is known for getting the absolute best he can out of a player. And he took even Demarius Thomas, who is already a really good wide receiver and just elevate him made it so much better because he demands excellence from you. And I think someone like Emmanuel Sanders being demanded some discipline that perhaps he wasn't demanded so much with the Steelers would really behoove him. So I think that's another really interesting um, combo to watch. It's tough. We've barely talked about the Steelers over our session. We yeah. Haven't. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to change here, people. I don't have them. <laughs> but they have Antonio Brown, so things they are do. looking up. He's fine. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a great <laughs> he's pick. You can, he's a safe one. <laughs> things are looking up. Yeah, Woo-hoo. they're looking up. They're looking up. You guys, you can also listen to our show on SoundCloud, Stitcher, on our website, iTunes. So please come out listen to our previous shows we're talking about every position this month so enjoy yourselves but let's get into it ladies when are you going to draft your first wide receiver 
When's it happening? Well, and who's going? As I stated on the other shows. Well, I, Calvin Johnson. What is this a question? Courtney Kirby, of all the people to ask this question. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I couldn't like spit it out fast enough. Um, yeah, Calvin Johnson, Demarius Thomas, AJ Green, Brandon Marshall, Des Bryant, Jordy Nelson, Antonio Brown. Love them. Um, five people had over 100 receptions last year, though, and I just want to put this out. Antonio Brown, my man. Then it was, um, but the first one was actually Pierre Garçon with 113 catches, which is crazy. Yeah. And then uh, Andre Johnson had 109. Julian Edelman had 105. That one shocked and Brandon, me. Shocking. Shocking. And then Brandon Marshall had 100. And that's only because Carter didn't play every game. Because. He would have had more. <laughs> yeah. Come on. So, <laughs> 150, probably. Yeah. But if you but add McCowan and Cutler's stats together. Yeah. So why don't we just best. add Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffries together, and we have 189 receptions. That's right. That's Isn't right. that crazy? Is there another 89 receptions to the second guy? That's crazy town. Mark Trussman. Hi. Uh, I love him. Okay. So... I don't know. I guess for me, because I, I, I cover Chicago, so I'm going to bore all of you all season by only talking about Chicago Bears people. You're welcome. <laughs> but anyway, I just want to say that like it's so rare to have two major studs up there, but I would draft both of them early. Um, and as I said, I'm kind of into drafting top-tier wide receivers if the top-tier running backs are gone. And then, yeah, if you're in a PPR league, I'd kind of stick on the wide receiver train, especially if you have a flex and you can use a wide receiver as a flex. Because last year, I used Jordy Nelson in my flex. Crazy. Crazy town. But I had Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown, so I was able to do that. <laughs> you know? But, you know, so I would say take upside wide receivers before you take kind of dubious running backs as well. So that's kind of my draft mantra when it comes to wide receivers. I like it. Um, I, wide receivers are going draft two or three. Round, sorry, round two or three. I mean, someone will grab Megatron in the first round. Right. It inevitably happens. Somebody always bucks the trends. Like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him early. I'm going to get him. Play, you know, play of the draft. But, you know, I mean, in reality, you can't really lose by picking up Megatron, right? Like, it's right. not a not in bad thing, in all honesty. I mean, you know, and if if you're that person, you know, you're going to get laughed at, but what do you care? You got Megatron, right? So, um, I completely agree with Brandon's top tier, except I would maybe throw the ever-gorgeous Julio Jones in the mix. Maybe for Jordy Nelson. I don't know. Jordy makes me nervous. It, you know, they have so many options in Green Bay. But, I mean, he was also the 11th best receiver last year with Aaron Rodgers not even playing majority of the season. So maybe I'm nervous for no reason. And Rodgers <laughs> and Rogers is back, and he's, you know, he's the main man. And, you know, he loves throwing to Jordy, so I mean, he'll probably have a great year. Um, Alshon makes me a little nervous for the sheer fact that Cutler is back. And Cutler, you know, and Marshall have that love affair, you know, and... 
happy wife is a happy life, right, Courtney? That's so, right. So um, Cutler's going to want to keep Marshall happy. But I'm hoping that he really saw just how pro- actually more productive their team was by opening up that second option with Jeffrey. It, it, it really did actually open up Marshall more. So I hope that he kind of saw that and that I could actually incorporate that a bit more. And I would say your wide receiver two is going to go in that round three or four. Maybe even five. I mean, it's all its all going to depend, honestly, on where people start picking up the quarterbacks, as odd as that is to say. Because people are going to go running backs first, but it's going to depend if people are putting a little bit more of a priority on uh, wide receivers in your league or if they're going to put more of a priority on the quarterback. So, Well, there you go. I don't know about you ladies, but my fantasy relationships get really serious and clear-cut when it comes to wide receivers. Like, dead on, this is it. No, thank you. Where are your emotional picks? <laughs> um, well, Megatron and Demarius Thomas are not really emotional picks. Because Megatron the is, like, the pick, right? I mean, he's the pick. And then same kind of for DT. Um, so I guess I'd maybe say Deshaun Jackson. Because I do think there's a lot of kind of um, risk-reward situation going here where um, you're not really sure how he's going to do. Right? right? I mean... Ugh, RG3 makes me nervous, you know, and Jackson is flashy and he's loud and he's talented. He's kind of, that makes him that triple threat for a guy's man crush, you know, kind of like Des Bryant. So, I mean, they're definitely emotional picks because, you know, you love to hate him or you, you, know, you hate to love him. And I don't know. I mean, he's taking his talents to DC. We'll see how that train wreck plays out, but it could be really good. So I don't know. I guess he'd be my emotional pick that I think there's enough um, chance for reward that makes that risk doable 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 not my wide receiver one though no wide receiver two yeah i mean Hmm. calvin johnson and i are going strong we are are (laughs) just fine we are in love with each other i love him even if he's not playing on my team i can't help it i root for him because he's amazing and very attractive now even though julio jones body gave up on me last year I'm not giving him up on this year I love him we're back on it's getting serious as well Ugh. he too is beautiful beautiful that bone structure oh mm. I love it <laughs> and I feel like my new boyfriend of the year is going to be Keenan Allen you know my husband my quarterback husband is throwing at him the ball so why not you know if my if my quarterback husband loves him, well then, I should too. So, <laughs> I'm going Keenan this year is gonna be my emotional pick. I'll stay away from Rod Streeter. That's smart. That's good, Courtney. I'm glad we've moved on from him. Mm-hmm. 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 I am going to say that my emotional pick is a sad one. It's a sad day. It's um, Doug Baldwin because Percy Harvin is always hurt. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure and that's you so much get... sad as a reality. <laughs> okay, well that's true, but I don't want to. <laughs> Percy Harvin is such an exciting player. I mean, he's he is really great when he plays, but he's only played 16 games once, and that was in 2011. He's never broken a thousand yards in a season, and. 
even though he's talented, it, you know what? This is interesting. I, one of the questions that people ask me a lot when I say that I do fantasy football and all female fantasy football podcasts, they're like, well, you know, what's the difference? I'm like, well, you know, I don't want to perpetuate stereotypes, but if I were to perpetuate stereotypes, <laughs> one of the things that guys do is that they're like, Percy Harvin has the most talent, right? It's the same kind of thing with Colin Kaepernick. No, it's talent, upside, it's this, it's that. And I'm like, yes, I totally agree. But when I'm playing a game, I also need to have a certain set of numbers. Yeah. Right? And so, like, I think that women are kind of like, well, yeah, I mean, I know he's talented, but I also know that he's never had over a thousand years. So, I, I, and Doug Baldwin, you can get in, like, the 10th round. They're acting like he's not even playing on the field. They sent away Golden Tate. So it's crazy. And Golden Tate was the number one wide receiver for their team last year. And Percy Harvin caught one pass for 17 yards last year. You know what I don't understand? Why has Percy Harvin not gotten Botox yet? Yeah, that does help with migraines. It's it perfect. helps with migraines, right? Might, I mean, I maybe he's gotten Botox. Maybe he's tried it. What? Yeah. I was going to say, maybe he has. Maybe he has. But it, I mean, maybe it's an illegal substance for them, though. But that's you, something to you Google. are right, though, Brandon. It is shocking because usually us women will justify guys' bad behavior and date people and be like, but he could really be a good boyfriend. Like, you know, he did this one yeah. nice thing this one time. And if he just did that all the time, things would be great. Right. Yet guys, this, this role reverses with fantasy and they really do sit there and say, oh, he's so talented. He's got such upside. Well, guess what? Upside doesn't win you your fantasy league. I love it how doesn't. we're talking about this while we're talking about our emotional pecs. Yes, we're still women. It is. We're still women. But it, yeah, but it is emotional. <laughs> I, know, I agree. It's emotional that I have to say there's a guy who does have talent that I cannot genuinely believe is going yep. to stay on the field. And that I also... You know, people held on to Percy Harvin all year last year. He sat on people's benches for 16 games, and he never played. You ate a spot on your roster all season long. Now, I don't think that's necessarily going to happen this year, and I do think he's going to play in more games. But do I think he's going to play in all 16? Well, I'm not going to bank on it. But I am going to bank on Doug Baldwin doing it. They love him there. They consider him a leader on the offense. Golden Tate's not there anymore. And somehow you can get the guy in, like, the latest round possible. But if you're going to have an emotional pick like that, that for an upside, that's Gronkowski. Because Gronkowski will get you. When when he plays his 8 to 10 games a season, he's scoring you double-digit points every single time. Percy Harvin isn't necessarily doing that. He's going to have one crazy big, huge, maybe like three big, huge games, but then he's going to have some very just like, you know, standard mediocre games. Gronk doesn't do that. Gronk gets you big numbers every single time he plays. He doesn't play all the time, but that's worth the upside of keeping him on your bench, on your roster, because when he is healthy, he will, you know, it's, I just think Percy's a little different. It's hard because emotionally, you know, he's got the talent to do it. Absolutely. Well, who's going to have the talent in 2014 to be the sleeper that everybody should uh, either draft or pick up off the waiver wire? Hmm. Sleeper, you say. Sleeper. I'm going Eric Decker. (laughs) Jet, Homer, Homer. How embarrassing. I'm I'm a little bit of a Homer. But... I'm a double homer. I'm actually a triple homer. 
because he was put in all three of my states. But the whole point here is that you can get him. His ADP right now is number 78. Okay, so you can get him in like the seventh round, and he's the number one wide receiver on a team. Is the team helmed by Geno Smith slash Michael Vick? Yes. That's true. <laughs> I was going to say, so is Rod Streeter. He's number one for the yeah. Oakland Raiders. That doesn't mean you draft him. Yeah. I mean, there's no getting around the Geno Smith Michael Vick no. situation. Well, I will say that Geno Smith had some decent games and so did his wide receivers. It was just hard to calculate. I think it's going to be better this year. And I think Eric Decker is a much bigger talent than people give him credit for. I mean, he was a top 10 wide receiver in the league. I have a hard time believing that still being a starter, he's going to be less than in the top 30. I'll give you top 30. But I wouldn't waste a wide receiver one pick on him. No, no, but he's a sleeper because no one thinks he's going to do anything. Yeah. And especially, like, if you can figure out the Smith-Vic train, like, the ups and down weeks and figure it out, I think he's actually going to get a lot of value. That's my thing. Like, when it comes to sleepers, you, where you get him, you're going to get more value for him. But no one's drafting him as a number one guy. No one's even drafting him as a number two guy. Only some people are drafting him as a number three. But I think you can get him as a number four guy. Especially if, like, the preseason's a little ho-hum and everyone's down on the Jets, which... I don't know. That's, I guess, called preseason. So <laughs> that's what's going to happen. I think he's going to be a fire sale. I would pick him up. Awesome. I like Boom. it. Um, Golden Gophers. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go with Harry Douglas. Hmm. And I'm not sure if he's considered a sleeper or not. But he's he should be a wide receiver three on your roster. So... He actually played a pretty big role last year with Roddy White and Julio Jones being out, which did yeah. prove to Matt Ryan that he can be counted on, which I think people don't take that as much into consideration as they should because a lot of that chemistry between a receiver and a quarterback is trust. You know, it is – he's got to trust that you're going to run your route. He's got to trust that you need to be where you need to be. And once he has that, he's so much more likely to throw it to you than if he doesn't, you know. And I, and I think Harry really proved himself last year with that. And I think we haven't yet quite seen if Roddy and Julio are coming back full strength. So I think that, you know, we got to kind of watch preseason and see just how much you could incorporate Harry Douglas into the plays. But I think as a wide receiver three, he's got a lot of upside to have some big boom weeks, especially depending on offense, because they're going to be double teaming Julio or double teaming Roddy, and that's going to just leave Harry open. So I like me some Douglas. Hey. And Matt Ryan's going to come back this year. It's going to happen. It's going to come back. I agree, Ashley. I'm, I'm all about Atlanta Falcons. Super Bowl. Maybe. Super Bowl. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland Browns. Uh, you know, last year I rode the Rod Streeter train and, until it, it just kept crashing. The, <laughs> that it was just, the wheels it, came it, off. It, yeah, yeah, it was undrivable. So, but I will say he is he is ranked number one wide receiver for the Oakland Raiders, and yes, I said the Oakland Raiders, so it's whatever. But you know, still, he wasn't number one last year, and now he's number one. So take it as you will. We're number one <laughs> this year. He's got so much potential. He does. Um, this year, I am going with Ruben Randall because, like yeah. Ashley, saying you know, it's Atlanta's year. It's the Giants' year to come back and be a whole lot better than they were last year. Okay. 
That's that's all I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not putting them in the top ten or anything or saying Super Safe. Bowl. Oh, yeah, but I'm I saying they're going to be better. Ruben Randall is great, <laughs> you know, and Mr. Salsa Victor Cruz is covered all the time. People just double team him. That's it on the team, and Ruben Randall can be the man. He can be the man. Last year he had six touchdowns, two more than Cruz. So. He is a great pick, hey. people. I like him. I'm into him. Also, Patterson for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, you know, people, for some reason, sometimes people forget about him. We have him ranked 22nd. I think that that is a perfect spot for him. I think he's really great. And I think once the season starts rolling, he's just going to move up and up and up and up. He's a freak. I love him. And Peterson needs him to be even more effective this year mm-hmm. running. So I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying him as a wide receiver. I hope to draft him as well. So that's my... But you wouldn't take him as like a wide receiver one, no, right? No, 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 no. No, unless, unless some, like, I draft... crazy talk. Unless I draft two running backs. And then, you know, like if I wait on wide receivers, I mean, maybe, I guess. But I'm not planning on doing that. I mean, <laughs> most people shouldn't do that. Um, but no, I wouldn't Don't take a one. But Patterson, you know, I mean, he's not. He's he's he <laughs> might be. He might end up being a number. I say he's a number two wide receiver, but it's high end number three. But I will say I think he will be a number one wide receiver when all said and done come December. My feeling. You think well, he'll, be, you think he'll be a wide like, receiver one by the end of December? Yeah, in a ten man league, I think so. Yeah, he's really good. And if they oh, use I love him, him, new offense, yeah. I think that new coach, I just, I think that they're really going to um, incorporate him a lot. They're going to get him on the field. He didn't even play all the time last year. You know, like they didn't even have him on the field half the time. So this year he's going to really yeah. be amazing. I feel like he's another one of those guys that's like potential. I think he's better than some of these other guys that this potential thing because he could be really great but again it's all whether they actually use him because he didn't actually score that many points last year I mean it's again they didn't 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 utilize him him. but I mean they may not utilize him again this year well they have a new they have a new offense so we'll see you know I think he's got he's a talented kid that's for sure he's a very talented kid I I I think uh, kiddo Kiddo, he's a cutie patootie. Uh, I was gonna kiddo. say he's a man. He's a man. He just has an adorable little face. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I guess my only concern would be I kind of feel like he's in the same po- boat as Toby Gerhardt, where the height. I am excited for them, but unfortunately, so is everyone yeah. else, and they're kind of overdrafting him. So like, I don't feel like he's someone to reach for. No, but if he totally messes up in the preseason and he drops a little, then definitely take him because he won't, as you said, he's not going to be down for long. He's super talented, but like, you know, people are really down on Keenan Allen for some reason, which I think is crazy, insane. But, um, I wouldn't even come close to drafting Cordero Patterson over Keenan Allen. Not even No. no close. No. Even though I like him, you know? So I just think that this is another one of those examples of listen to what's coming out of camp and what people, the, the potential talk, but, but then also look at your tiers. To me, Keenan Allen's in a different tier 
and Cordero Patterson. But they also have an offense that's based on Philip Rivers and, I was say. and, and airing it out, which is yeah. perfect for Keenan Allen. Whereas the Vikings, yeah, they're a run-first offense. Whether you new offense or not, you got Adrian Peterson, so of course you're going to be a run-first offense. But they should do better to incorporate but, him more but because that is going to open but, up. But Patterson Peterson. is a runner, too. They play him as a running back as well. He's not only just mm-hmm. catching the balls. They use him as a running back as well. So he's all over the field, you know. Um, so you can right. get sneaky points out of Patterson that you can't get out of other wide receivers in that range of wide receivers. So you always have to look at that when you're thinking, you know, about drafting him. Although he does have do punt returns as well, which means he could get injured. There's kind of a big mix of emotions with him, but I feel like he's a very safe wide receiver three. That brings up a good point. Look at your league settings, people, and see if you get credit under wide receiver points if they return kicks or punts. Because in some leagues, you get points if you have that wide receiver in your wide receiver spot. In other leagues, you don't get those points. If you had, you know, Patterson, you wouldn't get those points. The defense, whoever has... The Vikings defense, defense gets those points. Which nobody would have. So look and see have. how your settings are because he's a far <laughs> more vastly important player as a receiver if you do get points for that. Yep. Good call, Look Ashley. at your settings. So, well, and then also look to see if you get it just for the touchdowns or if you also get the yards. Yards, yeah, because sometimes you only get points for touchdowns. Yeah, and that's, that's a fluke thing, so you can't really depend on that. But if you can get yards, well... But there are very few leagues. Yeah, yeah. Any, yeah. He's, I mean, he's fabulous. He's fabulous. I just think it's interesting that he's under the sleepers because, because um, I'm just worried that he's a little bit of a stretch. But I think, I think you're right. I think he is a sleeper, which is what makes me uncomfortable when people act like he's stud muffin. Does that yeah. make sense? No. Like I'm kind of like interesting. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Absolutely. I don't know. Well, this People is the crazy. reason why probably we're hesitant is because we've all been burned by our wide receiver draft picks. Like it's like it's going to happen. You know, <laughs> I mean, you have three positions in most leagues that you have to fill. Some, you know, sometimes two, but it, somebody's going to kill you. You know, in one way or another, you're going to get somebody like a Harry Douglas I had on my team that got me zero points in a game or whatever. Um, so who are you okay with passing up this year? I am 100% okay passing on Dwayne Bow. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bow has been, like, fairly useless to you the last few seasons, honestly. And at this Potential. point, I would rather be burned by him doing well on someone else's roster than burning myself on my roster. I... I just can't. You know what I'm saying, right? Because he's yes. gonna he's gonna have a couple big games. It, ex, expect that it's gonna happen. But are you willing to, you know, completely use a roster spot for Dwayne Bow for two big games the entire season when he's gonna get you two to three points every other single game? No. No. Was that a right? I, an answer? I can't. I, I can't. I, can't. No. I just I can't. And then my other same goes for me with Brian Hartline. Right. Oh, oh man. Ow. Right? I struck a chord with that, right? Oh, I mean, sleeper, I want to be out of my mind forever. Mm. And here's the spirit. I mean, the guy had four touchdowns and over 1,000 yards, but he only had 76 receptions on 134 attempts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That mm. means he is dropping the ball a lot. 
a lot, which is extremely frustrating to you when you're actually watching the game, you know? And what the stats don't show that is the most frustrating part is that the balls that he dropped were big, big plays. Right. Like, big plays that you could have gotten yeah. a lot of points on. And he's dropping the balls. Ugh. It's so fr- it's so hard to watch, and what's really sad is when you see a player like that and he's dropping balls in those kind of scenarios. A, it trusts you that he's not a big player and won't make the big play when he needs to, and that it makes you nervous to ever play him because you're constantly seeing him drop balls. Yeah, I got over a thousand yards, but he's the kind of guy that will lose you your game. Yeah, I agree. So I just I'm always concerned about the very lovely Tory Smith. Oh, he is lovely. He is yeah. lovely, but I can I'm concerned, and it's not mm. just him. But it's Flacco and the new offense that I, I will need to see how it plays out this offseason before I get crazy drafting any of the Ravens. Not that I plan yeah. on drafting Flacco <laughs> or Ray Rice, really. So really, just, it, just it's Tory, And, um, you know, he just scares me. You know, there's a lot of talent in wide receiver position for Indianapolis. So it scares me. If I draft Reggie Wayne or T.Y. Hilton or Hakeem Nix, I'm although Luck is very talented and he I feel like he will have, you know, be able to spread the ball around, but it does scare me that it's gonna be, you know, not a lot of love going around too. It just it's all that I I'm And they're probably, all boom and bust. Yeah. They're all boom and bust. And it's it's not exciting. Especially T Y. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, it's it, it's that scares me. I'm not saying pass on on the Colts. Don't pass on them. I'm just saying, just know what you're getting yourself into. There's a lot of talent, and maybe not enough time in a, in a football game to get them the fantasy points you want. Speaking of the New Orleans Saints, um, they wrote the book on this one. I really feel like the New Orleans Saints, other than Drew Brees and, you know, Jimmy Graham, are maybe the worst fantasy football team ever. Yes. Right? Yeah. Even their kicker, Kicker. they couldn't keep it together. The kicker's a nightmare. (laughs) Running backs by committees everywhere. Wide receivers, you have no clue who's catching what when. Ugh. Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills. Yeah, but Marcus Colston, it's like... He's so hot and cold, and I don't like to blacklist teams. Every team has talented players. It's what, you know, the league's all about. Um, But not if they don't get used. So I I just, last year was Marcus Colston's league, or his uh, career lowest yards, 943. His career lowest catches at 75. And his career lowest touchdowns at five. Five! Number one wide receiver gets five touchdowns all season. Yowza. Now, he could improve. Um... The good news is you don't have to take him towards one of the first rounds anymore. Remember those days? Yeah. Oof. So, I mean, I don't, like, hate him. You know, it's not like, oh, stay away. But definitely just, yeah, like you said, know what you're getting into. It's not a situation that I really care for. However, with this whole Jimmy Graham um, drama debacle scenario, whatever you want to call it, Maybe they will use the wide receivers more because Jimmy Graham is not a happy camper. So 
I don't know. It's it's a little much for me. I get nervous. I'm definitely not going to reach for him wide receiver one or two. Even for wide receiver three or flex, I'm a little nervous. So, Who was the touchdown vulture? Henderson. Ah, uh, yes. yes. Remember him? Yes. I wish I yes. blocked it out. It's painful. You would just be screaming at him because, you know, you got you have Marcus Colson. He got you down the field, and it's right there to catch a touchdown. And then, just kidding. We're going to throw to this and random guy. And like Percy Harvin, for a completely different reason, these people are freakishly talented. So, certainly, I'm not saying that, you know, he stinks as a football player. I'm just telling you their game plan is extremely frustrating. And, and as a fantasy owner, I just, there are better options. And I would take Eric Decker over Marcus Colston, which I know sounds crazy, but I would. I feel like at least he'll get used consistently. Who's that? My dog. She's freaking out. Aww, <laughs> Punky hears. Brewster. She actually has some opinions about yeah, this. Yeah, she's, she's a really big Saints yeah. fan, so she's kind of mm-hmm. upset with you right now, I think is what's going on. But I do like the I idea of this so. blacklist. I think, Corny, you should create a Pinterest page of the blacklist and, like, the Carolina Panthers running backs and everyone but Drew Brees and Jimmy Graham from the Saints should be on it. Yeah, yeah. We'll just keep adding you know, every, throughout the season. I'll the blacklist. Pl- <laughs> I'll put it right and next to the Rest in Peace Josh Freeman page we have. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Oh. Yeah. Jeez. Um, I love that he's in, he's in New York now. Um, <laughs> I do want to remind people that Jeremy Macklin is a fantastic football player real quick. Great, um, yeah. He didn't play last season because he had that terrible injury at the beginning where, you know, he was going to be the man and then it didn't work out. So, you know, they let Deshaun go because they felt confident in Jeremy Macklin and Riley Cooper pairing up. And I, I am confident as well. And you can get him rather low. And Riley Cooper rather low. Um I'm just going to take a moment to say, also, I think it's worth, if he's available in the last two or three rounds, just take a flyer on Josh Gordon. I think they're going to contest this, and I think he's going to be back. back. I think he's going to be back before the end of the season. And even if he's only in there for the last three games, he could win you your championship. That's right. The, The Browns want him back. So it's not like Justin Blackman where the Jaguars are kind of done with him. Right. You know, they're not really pushing for anything. They're like, I haven't had any contact with him, whatever. You know, uh, Josh Gordon, they're really trying to get back. So I wouldn't take him any earlier than, like, your last three rounds because I I don't think uh, it's going to be a big deal. And not only that, but someone that might take him might need that roster spot and might drop him and then maybe you snatch him back up but I think he's worth a flyer because you know what sometimes you get down in this like depth here and it's just like ugh but I wouldn't expect a decision on that until you're actually in the season people so like if you don't get nervous because they're not going to make that decision preseason because they still have to make a stance on him to some extent although clearly already suspending him for the first what four or six games last season didn't really do a whole lot he's still making the same mistakes but two he was only he was only suspended two games he's only two well clearly hasn't learned his lesson so part of me feels like they shouldn't (laughs) they should not let him back in but fantasy wise it'd be awesome for you if he did if you did take that flyer on him but don't be scared away because there's no way they'll 
they'll lift that before the season starts. There's just no way. Well, here's hoping, people. We want them to play. Stash. We're selfish fantasy owners, really. That's okay. <laughs> We're okay well, with that. He's just he's smoking pot. He's not hurting people. I don't know. Maybe I'm a bad person. <laughs> but I'm just kind of like... I mean, I don't even know how that's performance enhancing. Except for the fact that supposedly it does help with therapy, like, to, like, relax your muscles. Yeah. I think it's more so that he just can't stop himself. You know, like, you already got suspended. I agree. Like, they should they should do completely different with the marijuana rules. But, I mean, it's the rules right now. So, can't do it. It's like me and cake. Can't <laughs> stop. Once you pop, you just can't stop people but i'm gonna have to stop you two ladies right now that is the end of our show thank you so much we had lots and lots of fun make sure to listen to us next show when we're covering tight ends kickers and defenses check us out on itunes and at herfantasyfootball.com also chat us up on twitter at herfantasyfb we love hearing from you until next week no more faking it <laughs>